Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday. Uh, are the gangs just completely out of control? What are we going to do? Uh, is Wellington moving yet? Uh, they seem to be spending a lot of money uh, trying to get it moving, is it? Uh, should women propose more? And uh, Marcus has a controversial take on what service stations sell the end of the podcast and what they should sell uh, but at the beginning of the podcast uh, I think there might be a cost of living crisis despite what you may have heard some things should be left well alone leave the GST on food and keep the taxes on fuel they said once GST exemptions started there'd be huge problems over exactly what to include And they said they were both wary of cutting fuel excise taxes, which are used to pay for transport infrastructure, and were worried such a cut might not even result in lower prices for consumers. So they look like gimmies, but when you have two diametrically opposed economists, both saying it's a really silly idea, then surely you have to listen. Not the government. Cutting fuel taxes is right where the government has suggested they'll go. We'll know more after four, of course. But the the good, let's take the good out of this, and that is that the government has conceded that families' well-beings are more important than being seen to bow to pressure from the opposition. That's way more important than politics. People are doing it incredibly tough. They are going to be doing it tough for a long time yet. And if the government can do something to alleviate that, then they must. Yeah, I mean... I know we, we make a big hoo-ha about you know going into debt and, and you know all the all the rest of it, but these things, yeah. Well, one would hope that these things are temporary. This, um, you know, the war, the pandemic, all of this. It, it's not hopefully not going to last forever, and golden times will be back again one day. And you get out of it. And in the meantime, you do what you can to help the people who are suffering the most, don't you? Or have I got that wrong? I've probably got it wrong. I've got most of that. I feel like um, we should do more about the gangs, but I've probably got that wrong too, or have I? Some regions have been traumatised by the ongoing and unruly presence of gangs for ages now. Parts of the Waikato Bay of Plenty, Hawke's Bay, Taupo, Northland. It's not like police don't know where the problems are. It's not like the government can't see this stuff unfolding. It's, you know, you don't have to be an expert in law and order to know there are issues and to know where they are. Yet still, nothing happens. So is it a soft on crime problem? Or is it a scared of gangs problem? Or is it actually both? Are the gangs just too empowered by a government who wants to trade in kindness and hugs and hand gangs money? This government seems very keen to, you know, mandate rules for its law-abiding citizens and micromanage most of us within an inch of our lives. So why does that approach not seem to apply to gangs? A society that affords gang privilege is only created by lack of political will to change the status quo. There has to be consequences for actions, but there also has to be a very clear signal from the top that this sort of behaviour won't be tolerated. If that's not the case... And if there's no law enforcement to back it up, then it's no surprise gangs continue to run rife. Yes, yet again, and my general 
area where I live last night. Uh, there seemed to be some boy racing going on. I, I think we need to change the term boy racing. I, it's a bit binary for my taste, and also I'm not convinced that it's necessarily boys doing it, and I'm also not convinced that they're necessarily racing. But anyway, a lot of loud cars driving very fast in a manner they probably shouldn't be. Uh, there is also some gang stuff going on around my area as well and I believe there may be a connection there and I'm wondering why it continues to happen and I would like it to stop please that's that's how that's it I uh, you know I think I've come out pretty strong there in my condemnation of what's happening there have I no not really all right uh, moving on uh, in fact moving Wellington, can we get it moving? Uh, it turns out we spent more on consultants than we have on actual building stuff in Wellington. So that seems a bit of an imbalance. What's your feeling about the fact that uh, 35 million on consultants and yet no, no, no real earth turned? Well, uh, to be honest, I'm not surprised. It's a bit, if you live in Wellington, you can see nothing's happened in, in five years since the program has um, been going. And um, I think we're just all over it because in terms of they keep um, keep saying they're engaging with people and then end up doing completely the opposite to what people actually want. And we've got a group of anonymous consultants, basically, that aren't accountable. So what would a reset look like in your book? Well, a reset in my book would look like get, um, keep to the knitting, just focus on the mass rapid transit. Um, the smaller projects, the ones they call the early wins or the quick wins, have really turned out to be the painful wins or painful losses because they haven't actually happened. You yes, might be onto something there because uh, uh, cycleways, for example, I don't think you call, you call those mass rapid transit. And what you're really wanting to do is, is move a lot of people uh, quickly and efficiently. That's the, isn't that what we're trying to do? Basically, what I'm saying is, is we need a giant matter transporter. Can we get on to that? Um, should more women propose? I don't know where this came from, but it was on the afternoon show yesterday. There's a, an agony aunt section in the Herald, and this is with Verity and Nick. Aunt and uncle. Oh, that's true. And mm. uh, and it's all to do with inti- intimacy issues. Um, and look, I, I haven't traditionally read it, but I ca- it caught my eye today, Bevo, because Diane wrote mm. a letter in and what's Diane's situation? Uh, well, she's basically um, running out of patience for the guy who's the man of her dreams. Um, she's been living with him for three years. He's kind and gentle. And uh, anyway, she's be- the problem is, I've been, as she says here, the problem is I have been waiting and waiting for him to propose to me. And sometimes I think his work and his fishing buddies matter more to me than him. That's probably an issue there. Um, and we've had some arguments me, yeah. about this. I want to have kids soon and really want them with him. I worry he doesn't feel the same about me. My girlfriends are telling me that if he doesn't propose by the end of the year, I should end it and move on. Um, are they right? What is your advice? And there's the question about maybe, um, well, I think it's part of the answer, whether she should propose to him. Yes. So so this is the heart of the issue that we want to get from you. Um, well, um, no, 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 no. Nobody should be proposing to anybody, ever. 
um, because so often that does lead to marriage and then that does lead to people having children and nobody should ever have any children. If we never had any children, and I've, I don't know how many times I have to tell people this, if we never had any children, so many of the problems that we face today would, would cease to exist. When are people going to get this? Why don't they understand the links? Uh, we're going to finish up here uh, with Marcus's hot take on what service stations should and shouldn't sell. There are more bugs on the petrol pump handle than anything you'll ever get from the food in the petrol station. That's George. Are cream buns safe? Who knows? That's why I'm a big fan of buying food at a bakery where it's cooked. Because you never know where the custard square's been. The shift change, someone else comes in, fills the fridge up with custard. That's why I don't... For me... A petrol station is for gas. For me, the bakery is for a custard square. Stay in your lane, BP. Also, I wouldn't go to the bakery to get 91 gas. So why would you go to the gas station to get a custard square? Because we're going to lose all these great bakeries, like the Duchess and Upper Simon Street. What a great custard square they did. If you're working in a gas station, are you invest in the quality of the custard squares? When the fuel, you don't care whether that's fuel's fuel. I love the people that work in gas stations. I just don't think that they would be protecting the custard squares as I'd be protecting them if I was actually in a bakery. Quite good things to make. You can't get them as thick as you can. I suppose in the South Island they're called something different, are they? The custard square? They're probably called a um, Belgium fold-over or something. See, then this is your classic example of Marcus just stirring things up for the sake of it, isn't it? I mean, he's a South Island man. He knows exactly what custard squares are called in the South Island. Um, disgusting things, custard squares anyway, custard generally. I don't know why people waste their time on it. I certainly wouldn't buy um, custard anything from the service station, but you know, I wouldn't buy custard anything from anywhere because I hate it. But he's completely wrong about and the, the what, you know, whether they should sell things like that or not. Because of course that's where I get all my secret pies from, the service station. Because like, it, it's sort of a a fraud thing I've got going there because um, it just looks like I'm buying petrol on the bank account but actually I'm just buying pies and um, it was very annoying the other day when I went to uh, get my secret pie and the pie warmer was empty of pies and I had to get it one of those giant sausage rolls instead and then I just paid for it and I turned around and then the um, woman was loading up the pie warmer again with more pies if I'd just been two minutes later I would have had my choice and I nearly went back and just and then I realised I couldn't do that because that would be a separate transaction and then there'd be a question as to why, what's this um, $5.50 extra to the petrol at the service station I'm just picking that number out because that seems like a lot for a pie and I'm pretty sure service stations do pay it, charge a premium for their pies and everybody charges a premium for everything now, don't they man this is I've got to stop talking about pies because A I'm getting hungry and B I, I've now made the podcast go nearly two minutes longer than it should be I'm sorry about that guys I'm really sorry I've got to do something about this pie obsession I'll go away and work on that and I'll see you back here with another news or said thing tomorrow